This episode is brought to you by Progressive. Most of you aren't just listening right now. You're driving, cleaning, and even exercising. But what if you could be saving money by switching to Progressive? Drivers who save by switching save nearly $750 on average, and auto customers qualify for an average of seven discounts. Multitask right now. Quote today at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May 2023. Potential savings will vary. Discounts not available in all states and situations. Support for Latino USA comes from Odoo. What is Odoo? Well, Odoo is an all-in-one management software with apps for every business need. Odoo has apps for CRM, accounting, sales, HR, inventory, manufacturing, and everything in between, and they're all in one easy-to-use software. And the best part about Odoo? All Odoo apps are integrated, helping you get things done faster and more efficiently. So when you think about business, think Odoo. To learn more, visit odoo.com slash latino. That's O-D-O-O dot com slash latino. Many of us have served in the military or, or in other capacities in, with the U.S. government. And yeah, we've given a, most of our adult lives to working for the U.S. government and honorably be working for the U.S. government. And uh, this is how they pay us. From Futuro Media and PRX, it's Latino USA. I'm Maria Hinojosa. Today, we visit a family in Texas dreading something President Biden said they would no longer fear border wall construction. For years, during the Trump administration, the Cavazos family had to fight in court to avoid border wall construction on their property. The Secretary of Homeland Security, working with myself and my staff, will begin immediate construction of a border wall. The Cavazos felt really hopeless. But then, A month after becoming the Democratic presidential nominee, Joe Biden said something that spoke directly to them. There will not be another foot of wall constructed on my administration. Biden was also emphatic about land confiscations for the border wall. End. Stop. Done. Over. Not going to do it. Withdraw the the lawsuits. We're out. We're not going to confiscate the land. Nonetheless, Seven months into Biden's presidency, the federal government continues to condemn private property for border wall projects. So did Biden break his promise? Latino USA producer Reynaldo Leaños Jr. is based in the Rio Grande Valley of South Texas. He's going to pick up the story from there. I recently visited cousins Ray Alzandua and Fred Cavazos. As we talk... They're sitting together near the Rio Grande in Mission, Texas, on property their family has owned for generations. Now, this land here, our grandmother actually acquired it in the the 1950s. And we worked this land, uh, you know, me and Fred, and his father was a farmer, my uncle, Raul, and he farmed this land, uh, and we used to harvest the crops. That was Ray. He says his family has also owned other plots of land down here in the Rio Grande Valley, for more than 200 years. We have uh, very deep roots here, and uh, we also have uh, a lot of uh, fond memories of this land because we spent most of our youth here. 
Fred says here in Mission, they own more than 60 acres of property and riverfront lots they lease for recreation and lodging. Most of the tenants that I have uh, have been here for for a long time. So I'm a, I think one of the, old, the oldest that I have here has about 45 years here with leasing with the others 30 years. That's one of the ways they make a living. And that livelihood and family connection to this land were threatened about two years ago when they began to receive notices from the federal government asking if they could survey their land. And uh, we never signed any documentation. And then the other documents that started coming in is that we're going to confiscate your land. It's been maybe a year ago or more. Uh, you know, we need your land for a border wall and we're going to take a... First they said only 150 feet for the enforcement zone and, and also a maintenance road. So we got letters and letters and we never signed any of them. We went to court several times. Last December, before Biden took office, the government filed for immediate possession of not 150 feet, but 6.6 acres of the Cavazos' land. This basically would cut off their property and leave some of it on the other side of the proposed wall. Then, on his first day in the White House, President Biden issued a proclamation that ended a, quote, national emergency on the southern border implemented by President Trump. Biden's proclamation also paused the construction of the border wall for 60 days while it underwent a review. The proclamation says that the federal government would consider terminating or repurposing contracts with private contractors engaged in border wall construction. And then both the Secretary of Defense and the Secretary of Homeland Security would, quote, take all appropriate steps to resume, modify or terminate projects. Biden also later said that no military funds would be diverted and used to construct more border wall. Still, landowners and advocates have said that the president needs to and can go further. Unfortunately, because the proclamation did not mention the eminent domain cases, they did not have a direct effect on the cases. So it was up either to the DOJ on the government side or to the judges who are evaluating all these individual cases to honor the proclamation to, you know, go out on a limb and say we're going to 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 pause these cases or say, you know, this this doesn't this doesn't say anything about the, these lawsuits. That's Ricky Garza. He's an attorney with the Texas Civil Rights Project and one of the lawyers representing the Cavazos family. Ricky says that the government then filed a motion to postpone their hearing scheduled for February because of this proclamation and pause. And they pretty much assumed that after the 60 days, there would be more details on how to proceed. But as the review neared its deadline in late March, Ricky and the Cavazos family took preemptive action. We filed a second extension saying nothing has been developed. It's, it, the government is pledged to do it soon. Please don't act on, on this case. Don't grant them immediate possession. Don't give them the land because the government has not decided what they're going to do. The court, however denied them this extension, and they were ordered to show up in court in mid-April. And literally before we logged on to the Zoom call, there was an order from the court saying that she actually granted their motion for immediate possession. She denied all of our defenses and gave over the, the land to the federal government. This was shocking to the Cavazos family and to Ricky. He says there was a lot that the government could have done to prevent this. It's something that could still be reversed if the Biden admin acts now. 
the case is still open, the ultimate resolution is simple. There is a, it's called a motion for revestments. You know, you can agree with the landowner if they want it back to stipulate to revest it. Essentially just, you know, saying, judge, we give up and we're, we're giving it back. And they've done that in the past and they can do that again as a rule, but they have not been ordered to do so. Bray doesn't hide his disappointment either. So we were kind of hoping that uh, Joe Biden would, uh, would keep his word uh, because he said not one more foot of border wall and no more land confiscations. And here they come, you know, they confiscated the land. Now, we haven't gotten anything in writing yet, but the judge says that the government is authorized to take 6.6 acres of land, of the Cavazos land. They are already surrounded by nearby border wall. They aren't alone. There's been dozens of land condemnation lawsuits against landowners in South Texas for the border wall that were initiated before Biden took office, but that have spilled over into this presidency. NIDA's case, like so many other cases, is is kind of in this purgatory. It's in the suspended state where it's not clear how it's going to move forward, how it's not. That's David Donati. He's a staff attorney with the ACLU of Texas, which, with the Texas Civil Rights Project, it's counseling Naida Alvarez, the woman he referred to. She is one of many landowners along the border whose property is in a sort of limbo. Uh, there's nothing that's being demanded of, of Naida at this time. The government isn't saying, we want to come onto your property, we want to take it. But with that being said, they haven't withdrawn the lawsuit. They haven't given her the sort of assurance of, okay, your property is safe. You can rest easy knowing that you're going to be able to keep living here. Uh, and, and I think that that's something that we're seeing in a lot of these cases. Still, David says there are other cases that are being set for trial. So he's staying vigilant. We would like a concrete commitment to not carry forward any condemnations of property for construction of a border wall. So a definitive statement, these cases are done. We would like to see direction to the Department of Justice, which is the government's lawyers going into court. We would like to see direction to them to withdraw all of these cases, to dismiss them voluntarily. And they have the power to do that. And then we would also like to see, in in cases that are set for trial, for them to very clearly and unambiguously communicate to the judges in those cases, we're not moving forward. We don't intend to condemn these properties. We don't intend to build a wall here. We are canceling these cases. Ricky shares the urge for more clarity. You know, it's hard for us to feel patience when this has been a rampage under the the Trump administration and just this this inaction that has left everything in place. If you're not withdrawing motions for immediate possession, you are stuck at the status quo. While Biden has said no more military funds would be spent on border wall construction, it's unclear if he has the power to prevent construction because Congress has previously appropriated billions of dollars for the wall. For Ricky, the border will always be under threat unless there's a broader reimagining of it. We have gone too long treating the border as something that needs to be hard and something that needs to to exclude people. And and instead, you know, it can be a place of encounter. It can be a place where um, what it was before, before the border patrol, before the wall, where people would cross back and forth every day on ferries and people really were not harmed at the border, but, but, but we're welcome. So I think that's, it's a world without border patrol, without something called, you know, homeland security. Ricky says this reimagining includes the idea that border communities are not for sale. We are not a sacrifice zone and we need to end this bipartisan 
compromise in Congress that we can always throw more money and throw more military and and guns and border patrol and 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 walls at something that you know is going to end up landing on a community that has over a million people in South Texas. Back at the Cavazos property raises all the rhetoric about immigration and the border that has been spewed for years has been frustrating for him. I'm 76 years old and I have seen this happen over and over again. You know what I mean? Uh, it happens. Immigration is, is pretty natural. There's a problem and they come in. You know, that's never going to stop and no border wall is going to stop it. He also says he feels betrayed by his government. He and other family members are veterans and risk their lives for this country. Many of us served in the military or, or in other capacities in, with the U.S. government. And yeah, we've, we have actually given most of our adult lives to working for the U.S. government and honorably be working for the U.S. government. And uh, this is how they pay us. The Cavazos family is not sure what their future holds when it comes to the border wall. And recently, their threat is coming from within their own state, too. Texas Governor Greg Abbott has said he plans to build a wall along the Texas-Mexico border. The Cavazos family has another hearing set for November, and they're hoping that the federal government takes action to help them before it's too late. In the meantime, Ray says he'll continue to speak with the media in hopes of bringing more awareness to what's going on with him and other landowners in South Texas. In late July, the Department of Homeland Security announced that U.S. Customs and Border Protection was canceling two border barrier contracts in the Laredo sector in Texas. DHS also said they are reviewing all other paused border barrier contracts and are in the process of determining which projects may be necessary. We reached out to the Department of Homeland Security and the Department of Justice to ask if there are plans to withdraw the lawsuit against the Cavazos family and other land condemnations, but we did not hear back. This episode was produced by Reynaldo Leaños Jr. and edited by Andrea Lopez Cruzado. It was mixed by Leah Shaw Dameron with help from Gabriela Baez. The Latino USA team includes Marta Martinez, Mike Sargent, Julieta Martinelli, Victoria Estrada, Patricia Zulbaran, Ginny Montalvo, Alejandra Salazar, and Julia Rocha with help from Raul Perez. Our editorial director is Julio Ricardo Varela. Our supervising senior engineer is Stephanie LeBeau. Our assistant senior engineer is Julia Caruso, with help from J.J. Carubin. Our digital editor is Luis Luna. Our New York Women's Foundation Ignite Fellow is Maria Esquinca. Our theme music was composed by Zinia Rubinos. If you like the music you heard on this episode, be sure you stop by latinousa.org and check out our weekly Spotify playlist. I'm your host and executive producer, Maria Hinojosa. Join us again on our next episode. And in the meantime, look for us on all of your social media. I'll look for you there. Hasta la próxima. Ciao. Latino USA is made possible in part by the John D. and Catherine T. MacArthur Foundation. The Ford Foundation, working with visionaries on the front lines of social change worldwide. And the Heising Simons Foundation, unlocking knowledge, opportunity, and possibilities. More at hsfoundation.org. I mean, just how are you feeling right now? Dude, there's a snake right there. <laughs> That's a big snake. That is a big snake. It's coming up the tree. 
just living its life. Huh? It's just it's just living its life right now. Yeah. <laughs> I'm Maria Hinojosa. Next time on Latino USA, inside the writers' room with the creators of the TV shows Pose and Hentified, we're going to dissect what Latino representation looks like on the screen, scene by scene. We historically haven't been able to tell our own narrative. It's always been through the white lens, and so the story's been told incorrectly. That's next time on Latino USA. Support for Latino USA comes from Odoo. If you feel like you're wasting time and money with your current business software or just want to know what you could be missing, then you need to join the millions of other users who switched to Odoo. Odoo is the affordable, all-in-one management software with a library of fully integrated business applications that help you get more done in less time for a fraction of the price. To learn more, visit odoo.com slash latino. That's O-D-O-O dot com slash latino. Odoo. Modern management made simple.